Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Thank you for joining us. This is the East-West Sports Podcast with a new edition of our podcast on a Thursday night alongside always are my co-hosts Jerry and Kendall. How are you guys doing out there? Doing real good, Fidel. Uh, just recovering from a sunburn, you know. Um, yeah, as long as you don't have the coronavirus, I think you're good, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of hard, you know. You, you just don't. Crazy times. Yeah, it is, it is crazy times. It's kind of hard to, to joke around, right, about it, but it's just it's sad, and you know we just want to show our sympathy to those that are have been affected, and you know hopefully you you're able to recover, and you know we just sympathize with the families and the people around the world that are affected by it. Hopefully, yeah, no, uh, most definitely. Hopefully, you know, I have I have enough faith, and that we'll be able to find a way to, you know, just be able to to do it and be able to move on and keep going. Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, I think that everything would be will be back to normal here sooner than later. I feel like so. Just it's crazy, just how everything just got canceled. I mean, if you think about any sporting event, canceled. Yeah. Either well, you know, like they, youth, pro, like professional they, as well. Well, like they instructed us. I mean, it's it's when you're in big crowds, so it makes sense and. You know, I see. I I do see that. Uh, I do see that the uh, the NFL is kind of trying to be sensitive to to the situation. So, you know, we've been hearing reports that free agency might be moved back uh, because of this. I think they said that by Sunday they were going to vote on that to see if they were going to move free agency back. So. We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how this goes, but hopefully, you know, we uh, we decided let's go ahead and do this podcast. Let's try and get our minds off of this. You know, I think that sometimes we we dwell we dwell too much on on you know this stuff. The negative, uh, yeah, yeah, the negative. Well, definitely. Hey, there's been there's been so many cases of people being able to overcome this and heal and get back to their lives, and I think that's the I think that's the the biggest key is. Don't live life scared, you know. Just be cautious. Like they said, <clears throat> wash your hands. Try not to touch your face. Somebody has a cough, three to six feet. 
you know, you should be good. If you're, yep. if you're feeling ill, go get checked out. You know, the sooner the better. So, Kendall, how you doing out there, man? You staying sorry. safe out there? Yeah, sorry, guys. I had some technical difficulties, but I'm good now. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, no, we're just, uh, you know, trying to stay safe away from this uh, coronavirus that's going around. Yeah, so it's, just it's, making sure you guys are good. It's getting crazy out here, man. We just got to, you know, hang together as we are in the sports industry and just take it day by day. This is a time for us to, you know, to, just to come together and just, you know, just see where things can go. Yeah, no, most definitely, uh, definitely on that part. Uh, you know, kind of changing topics just real quick. I want to give out, you know, a shout out to all our uh, listeners. Thank you for listening on the Anchor app and then also on Spotify. And then also, too, we do have some listeners from Canada. So definitely appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you guys listening over there. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Also to friends, family. And uh, other fellow podcasters, you know, thank you for the support. Uh, thank you for the love. We appreciate it. Thank you for all the advice also. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Really appreciate you know, it. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. And then just to, we, we will be having some uh, special guests on the episode uh, on our podcast here soon. Just don't want to give out any names, but um, some very, very important people in our industry. So looking forward to that. Really right. excited. Moving, yes. All right, guys. So moving on. So let's go ahead and let's talk about Tom Brady. So there was several reports out now for, man, it, it almost feels like a month now about Tom Brady going here, Tom Brady going there. But now it looks like it's finally narrowed down to two different teams. So it's either he stays put in New England or he signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Kendall, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I, to be honest, um, first I want to thank I want to start by thank you, Fidel, and uh, that was great by great to you by you too, Jerry. But um, I just want to start off by saying it's a it's like a three ring circus going on right now with this Tom Brady thing. I mean, every day it's a new report. Is he going there? Is he going here? Where is he training at? Where is he practicing at? Who is he replying to? Replying back to on social media? Like it's 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 like a circus going. Don't nobody know know anything. The the media doesn't know anything, and then um Tom Brady texted with Charlie Weiss this week, according to Rich Eisen, and said that um he he told he wanted Charlie Weiss to get it, get his name cleared up, and and Charlie Weiss said that Tom Brady replied back and said nobody knows anything, so we just we're gonna go along with that. But like every week it seemed like there's a new team. First it was the Chargers that was leading the head, the leading the head for uh, Tom Brady. Then it was the Titans that were leading the head for the Tom Brady sweepstakes. And, you know, in this one team, and now it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the San Francisco 49ers. And the one team that we have not heard anything like a peep out of has been the New England Patriots. They've just been laying back in the weeds, playing it closely, just playing it as slowly and closely as they do. That's, that's, and they, that's how they be playing it. That's how they've been playing it. And I got a feeling it's about to get, it's about to get, kicking, it's about to get kicked off this weekend. It's about to get real interesting. Because, I mean, it's – Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, most definitely. No, no, I was just going to bring up that hopefully that, that they don't push back free agency. Um, but I do have a feeling they are going to just with all everything going on. I don't think the sports universe can take um, another few weeks of the Tom Brady rumors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know, man. It you know, would some be, people probably losing sleep you sleep it, over this. So where is he gonna go? It it would be crazy, but I don't think we can take another month longer this. We need we need answers now. We need something. Well, well Kendall, let me ask you something. You think they'll burn his jersey if he leaves? 
no, 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 no. He's <laughs> oh, you know, he, he's been too good for New England. It depends now. If oh. if he leaves because of of his his choice, then maybe it could get that point. But if it's like a Belichick, um, Belichick choice that the, that the Patriots did not no longer want him, I think okay, then the fans would understand. You know, you no, know, but just look at this. Boston fans has been through a lot. You know, the Celtics they've they've always been get, been good. The Patriots have always been good. It's hard to go to nine Super Bowls and win six. So, I mean, Tom Brady has done so much for them that if he chose to leave, I mean, I don't see how you can how you cannot work him back or or just ha- have a good saying on it. You just, I don't see how you can't do it. So it's going to be very yeah. interesting to see. But I think Tom Brady has earned the right to do what he wants to do. Yep, most definitely. Jerry, you think they'll burn his jersey if he leaves uh, New England? No, I think there's too much respect. I mean, six Super Bowl rings. I mean, he's he's been a part of something su- super unique, super special. So it's a true dynasty. I mean, no other team's ever done it. No, yeah, no, can't argue with that. No, most definitely. I would hope they wouldn't burn his jersey if if he left, but I don't think he's going to. So no, he, he's we'll, a we'll just have to keep an eye out. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, he's he has one six championships for them so the le- i think the least they can do is just not burn his jersey just you know just leave it in the closet just put it all the way back so nobody can see it correct <laughs> yeah all right guys also too uh believe we did have some pro days uh oklahoma uh clemson and uh oregon so obviously in uh oregon we have uh justin herbert and then clemson we had T. Higgins, and I'm I'm not too sure who else did Isaiah you know Simmons. participate in the work. Isaiah Simmons participate in the pro day, and then also for Oklahoma, uh, C. D. Lamb, and and uh, also Jalen Hurts. Uh, yep. I all from what I was seeing and hearing, uh, all positive on the the stars that are coming out of those schools. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts just was so galvanizing and was getting the ball downfield, like, I mean, with accuracy and whatnot. Uh, CeeDee Lamb was showing off his hops. You know, that was one thing that CeeDee Lamb didn't really have to do that much was jump for the ball because, you know, he just catch it would just make everybody miss. Uh, he did really good. Uh, the, 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 the first report from T. Higgins was, I think that he ran a four four three and, and that generated so much buzz, but I, I believe that the official times came in at four five four on his forty yard dash on the first one, and a four five six on the second one. So I know there's some fans out there that get a little bit bummed, but you know, like they always tell us, you know, trust the tape. So, what did you see, Kendall? Yes, I seen it. Um, like I said, um, I watched some of the Oregon Pro Day today, and. Justin Herbert, he was throwing the ball up the field, and they um, they had footage of him just throwing the ball like sixty-two or sixty-seven yards down the field from the goal line, flat-footed, and he he had a tremendous day, his pro day. Um, I want to piggyback a little bit on the Jalen on the first pro day that we seen on that happened Wednesday. Jalen Hurts, he was accurate at the pro day. He was throwing it, getting the ball out on time. I mean, he he was looked like he was having a blast out there. I think he's going to be a sleeper quarterback in this draft. I think he might squeeze in it somewhere in that mid-second round because his stock is rising right now. Another guy, C.D. Lamb, he um he had a tremendous day. They had footage of him going up in the goal in, in the end zone, 
just 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 high catch, just high pointing the ball. I mean, he he's a freak of an athlete. So I mean, it's I I, I cannot wait to see where Jalen Hurts gets drafted at. And um, T Higgins today, I seen I seen some of him. A lot of um, the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. There um, I heard they had a lot of scouts and team personnel out there, um, looking at T Higgins and some more um Isaiah Simmons. You know, so I mean, it's gonna be very interesting to see what scheme he gets in. Does he play a corner? A slot corner, safety, linebacker. I mean, he's just one of those those players that you can just you just gonna have fun with. And those type of players, you find a way to make it work. You, you're gonna find you find a way to put them in the scheme. You're gonna find a way for it for it to work. And he he's an athletic freak. And T. Higgins, I think he's one of the most underrated receivers. Like had a pretty good season at Clemson, but like he's not getting the sign like some of these other top three or four wide receivers are getting. Yeah, well, he he did get hurt um, against uh, Ohio State, if I remember correctly. I think in the first quarter. Yeah, so maybe this probably was bringing his stock down a little bit, but I think he, yeah, I think he has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, and then also, too, it's going to be very interesting, you know, going forward to see if these pro days for the rest of the colleges are going to be canceled or if they're going to keep or continue with them, since right. we know now that a lot of the NFL. Uh, personnel, scouts, um, they're not going to be going on these trips now just because of this coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing those those reports just been coming in. I think that, uh, you know, you can never be too safe, right? So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how the, how, how, how the league is going to adjust to it. Because I did see that uh, the NFL, uh, NFL Network reported that the the scout was gonna it was gonna happen, but with contingency plans. So you know, definitely definitely want to see what how how if they're gonna continue to do pro days. You know, are they gonna do it remotely? You know, are they gonna do it where, you know, it's it's a, it's somebody that's been tested and they're clear and that they, they could be in that in that facility with the, with the players. So we'll see how it we'll see what 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 happens. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We definitely have to keep an eye on that. All right, guys, uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about um, the NFC East team needs. Jerry, I'll let you uh, start off with that. Sounds good. Let's start off with the Giants. Um, New York Giants. You know, uh, uh, they're 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 they have they have they have a couple of needs there. Um, they need an offensive tackle. Uh, Daniel Jones, I, you know, he, he looks like he can, he looks like he can actually, you know, play the quarterback position a little bit better than what most people expected. Um, I do think that it's very, very, very important that when you have a quarterback, you got to have a left tackle that can, you know, protect the blind side and the free agent they brought in last year, uh, wasn't able to do so. So, you know, I think just to really see his potential, they they need to they need to find a way to get that left tackle position solidified. Uh, I they are running a three four defense also, so they would eat they would need an outside linebacker, a true edge rusher. I know they, I know that they they felt the, that need last year with free agency. Um, and of course, when you run a three four, you need you need a Mike, you know, the middle linebacker. And then they're going to need some defensive back help. So 
they got they got a couple of needs there. Um, Dave Gettleman, though, he was a former GM for the uh, Carolina Panthers. He was not he was not there when the Carolina Panthers drafted Luke Keekley. Uh, in his reign, he the most notable names that he did what did draft was Star Lutulele from Utah uh, and Kiwan Short from Purdue. And then uh, Vernon Butler the following year out of Louisiana Tech. And then Kevin Benjamin from uh, Florida State. Oh, Kev- Kelvin Benjamin, man. I thought he was going to be a stud, <laughs> man. That's, that's crazy. You know, yeah, uh, so- he, he did have that good rookie year, if I remember correctly. And then the year that the Carolina Panthers went to the Super Bowl, he actually tore his ACL in the first game, I want to say. Yeah, it was yep. crazy. But I mean, when you got David Gettleman, I mean, I mean, he drafted Saquon Barkley with the second pick. You know what I mean? And last year, <laughs> he drafted Daniel Jones boldly at you know at, with a top ten pick. You know when most people were like, "Oh, Daniel Jones would probably be there in the second round." What? Hey, you, know, he, he you know what? He might have been. Yeah, he might have been available. But who's yeah, to say he, he, he wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like with him, he just when he gets conviction with a player, he sticks to it. And when he gets enamored with a player, he goes with it. He's old uh, school. But, yeah, he's old school. Yeah, his his preference, uh, when you look at his trend, is defensive line. So, you know, I do see I, – I can see if Derek Brown is there. You know, maybe he looked at him. But from last reports we saw, uh, they were going to use a – they were going to use a franchise tag on Leonard Williams – who they drafted for? I think they give up a third and a fifth for him, but the but the last the last report said they were going to use a transition tag on him. It's something similar. Uh, it's just it's a it's similar. It's basically basically a team can offer him a the a team can offer him a, a contract, and Giants have the opportunity to uh, match it. If not, then they get compensated. So. You know, definitely, if if they are able to, let's just say, uh, uh, re-sign him, um, what do they do? Especially picking at four, you know, I. What about Isaiah Simmons? You know, what happens if Isaiah Simmons is there? Do you think that maybe you think that he would see Isaiah Simmons in the same role as Luke Keekley? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I mean, the first thought would be he's got to protect his quarterback. So, you know, uh, the left tackle they signed last year from New England, uh, his name escapes me, uh, Nate, uh, what was it? Nate Soder? Yes, there you go. Uh, well, he hasn't been working out for whatever nope. reason. And, you know, and, you know, good call on, on, uh, Belichick not paying them that money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, to me, the whole team is going to be what the quarterback is, the performance. If they win, it's because of the quarterback. If they lose, it's going to be because of the quarterback. So why not put him in a position to win? You already have the running back. Let's get let's get this guy protection. That way Saquon can run the ball too consistently and good and not get hurt. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I mean, I, yeah, like I was saying earlier, I mean, that – you need you need that offensive tackle, especially on the left side. You know, for the, for the blind side of the quarterback, and like you said, like to help out the running game also. You know, 
Yeah, so for there, like, I think why why wouldn't you draft a tackle? So you know, for me, like, I would have them, you know, you know, uh, drafting Jedrick Willis. To me, that would be the perfect fit there. Yeah, and 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 I believe he's the uh, top rated offensive tackle right now. I know that Tristan Worfs had a an outstanding combine and checked off all the boxes. So I know that it's going to be between those two. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how David Gettleman, you know, really, uh, you know, a- addresses this draft with that with that pick. I mean, that's a high pick, the fourth, the fourth pick. So we'll see uh, what they do. Free agency, from what we've heard, was they were one of the uh, they're one of the bidders that are ready to offer the uh, Dallas Cowboys free agent cornerback. Byron Jones, mm-hmm. uh, and we're hearing ballpark of seventeen to eighteen million Ooh, per so year. I, yeah, per year is crazy. That's crazy. Uh, it is crazy. Uh, they did draft the cornerback last year. Uh, they did draft the cornerback. I think they drafted up back in back into the first round. It was the only uh, corner, DeAndre Baker, out of Georgia. Yeah, um, I know. I know when he was in Georgia. I mean, he was just like a turnover machine. But you know, just like anything, he has to transition into into the NFL. The speed is a little bit different. I think when yeah. they measured, his, I think when he had his forty, he it wasn't the best. But like anything, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a change of scenery is good for Byron. I mean, the knock on him, uh, especially for Cowboy fans, was he didn't have enough turnovers. You know, um, and I see it. You know, some people, some people want to say, "Oh, Byron Jones is your man." You know, he's he's your man. You know, he shuts down he shuts down your top the top threat. You know, hey, but you got to look at it at both both sides. You know, I mean, hey, it's let's just say it's second and eight. They throw towards Byron Jones. He gets his hand on the ball, but bats it. Okay, well now it's third and eight. Well, you know what? Let's let's throw it to Chidobia Wuze's side. They they get the conversion, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. how good is how good is Byron Jones? You know I think with a corner, you you need you need you need turnovers. You need turnovers. You know um, I think that when you look at when you look at a corner, I think there was a great debate out there. It was uh, there's there's a a stance called the 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 T step, uh, and then there's the bicycle the bicycle step. So for those that don't understand scouting too much, so it's just basically as corner is is in his back pedal, he opens up, you know, he opens up his foot out, and it and his is so let's just say your left leg is pointing forward, you your right foot you point it out, and it it looks like a like a like what a T would, so that generates a lot of pre, a, a lot of force. To be able to jump a route with with Byron, he's just always been a very athletic, uh, a very athletic, uh, has great speed, has great leaping ability, and you know has just used that bicycle step. Basically, just you know gets into his back pedal and just flips his hips. Doesn't really generate too much force trying to get out. So, you know, there's some things that maybe a a, a change of scenery. Maybe a change of co- coaching scheme or a different scheme that could maybe help him get those those interceptions that he couldn't get with Dallas. So, 
Let's see what let's see what the let's see what happens. Um, moving on to the Cowboys, you know they got they got quite a few needs. America's look team. At the, America's team. <laughs> when you look at when you look at the big picture, they got quite a few uh, needs. You know they 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 had the number seventeenth pick overall. They have seventy three point nine million uh, available in the in the uh, in their cap room. Um, their their needs are defensive line, defensive back, and when I say defensive back, that includes safety and corner. Uh, definitely, also they need a tight end, and uh, they need some 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 quality depth at the wide receiver position. Um, you know, when you look at the Dallas Cowboys there at 17, man, there's so many, so there's just so many debates out there, you know, there people saying, no, well now cornerback is your biggest position of positional need. You know, they should just draft CJ Henderson, uh, at 17, you know, especially after that great combine hit, you know, I, I, would I be upset personally, would I be upset? No, I understand. But you see, when you look at the draft, the draft is you should always be drafting for the for the the next year, you know, not for that year. And I think that, you know, how the Cowboys handle, you know, are handling the Dax, the Dax, the Dax contract, Amari's contract. I think that they, you know, they're kind of hurting themselves. They, they should have they should have got these contracts done a year ago, you know, and been able to put themselves in a position to you know, keep Byron, you know, and not have to fill in those needs, you know, and still be able to retain their rotational players like Malik Collins, Anthony Brown, um, you know, maybe even bring back a Randall Cobb. I, 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 maybe they do bring back Randall Cobb, you know? Yeah, I did um, read he did. The, he, I believe they were planning on bringing him back. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I think personally, if they're sitting there at 17, I do see Javon Kinlaw. Uh, the defensive tackle being there. If if Ken Law, C.J. Henderson's there, I mean, ideally, I think if the Cowboys really want to help themselves out, they draft Javon Kinlaw. Uh, Javon Kinlaw could play your three technique. He's he's a big man. He's 6'4", 315 pounds. He could play your three technique. Uh, he could play your zero technique and your one technique, so that, that that's pretty good. That's 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 a, that's very versatile, especially with this uh, with this new coaching staff that they brought in. You know, they like the they like that 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 two gap system. You know, um, so I think that Ken Law would help you out because you know I think for right now they they are planning to keep the defense at a four uh, three, and then they're going to mix up the mix up the looks of that four three. I think that Ken Law can help not not only not only is he gonna help with Demarcus Lawrence career, right? Because Demarcus Lawrence constantly getting double team, even triple team sometimes. You know what I mean? He helped yep. take off the load. So you last year you invested into Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, he got paid. He really got paid. He deserved he deserved it. Again, Cowboys showing that they they didn't address the the his contract situation in a timely fashion and they, they, they had to overpay. So, uh, but I think a Law, like I said, he's going to extend DeMarcus Lawrence career. And when you can, when you actually look, there was a report one time done and they asked, I remember they asked Peyton Manning and Rogers 
uh, Tom Brady, uh, Russell Wilson. They asked all the top quarterbacks, what is, what like what bothers you the most? You know, is it these defensive ends that are just flying off the board or just flying at you? They said, no. What we hate the most is a defensive tackle that just constantly is getting pressure right up the middle. And when they asked them why, they said, because they don't feel comfortable stepping into the into their throw, throw. which mm-hmm. which in essence it creates a you know it creates an inaccurate pass, therefore allowing your corners to to be able to jump jump on that ball, you know come away with a turnover. So I do think that a pass rush will help you generate more, you know interceptions. Maybe maybe that maybe if you do a Ken Law, you wait, you be patient in the second round. You know, there's a corner there that you can kind of groom in. You know, ideally, I think that they need to address the safety position. Let's see how it it all unfolds and see how they do it. They do have, like I said, 73.9 in cap space. Hopefully the the DAC contract gets done, the Amari contract gets done, and let's see what happens with Byron. So, I mean, Kendall, what do you think the Washington Redskins and the Eagles should do? Thank you, Jerry. I think with the Redskins, okay, you know, you get rid of Jay Gruden, and you bring in a Ron Rivera, so you you're kind of you trying to try to you kind of trying to switch the culture there. And I think you know, first thing they got to get that quarterback position situated. You know, is Haskins going to be your guy? You got Keenum there as a bridge guy, but you know he didn't have a pretty good year. So I think I think um Ron Rivera. I don't know if he's completely sold on um Haskins just yet. There's been some talk that they might go out and get Tua. So we're gonna take a we're gonna we're gonna check up. We're gonna, we're gonna see how that goes and whatnot. Um, I think, but I just think sitting there at um at, at the draft pick number two, I don't think you can pass on the, the Ohio State defensive end Chase Young. I don't. I think it's gonna be a tough pass up by Rivera and the um the Redskins personnel there if they do it. I don't think I don't think that they should do that. And you know they just got rid of Josh Norman a, a few weeks back, so they're trying to they cut up some. They're trying to get some salary cap and get some more space. You know, they've always been a team that's been active in free agency. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Washington does there with that second pick. But like I said, if you're on, if I'm Washington, I'm not passing up on a once in a generation talent and Chase Young. I just don't think, I don't, I don't think they should do that. Um, they, they drafted um, Terry McLaurin last year. He was a sleeper for him last year. He had a pretty good season. I think they could add another weapon there via free agency or the draft. But I think if I'm Washington, I'm going to go Chase Young with that, with that, with that second pick. Um, for the for the Eagles, <clears throat> the Eagles for a few years now they've been trying to get that cornerback position situated and they just can't do it. So I'm thinking maybe what we're sitting there at 21, they might go Christian Fortin out of LSU. That'd be a great luxury pick for them at at, at 21st. That'd be a great pick for them there. And I think um they could add it. They need some youth at wide receiver. They got Deshaun Jackson coming back. He he's been banged up his past few years, so he's he's coming back there. Alshon Jeffrey, they might cut him. So I want to see what Philadelphia does. I think they want to go receiver at 21. They can get Justin Jefferson there, or they might. I mean, Harry Ruggs should still be on the board for them. But I think receiver and corner are the two biggest needs for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, most definitely. Let, let's not forget about, you know, Alex Smith in Washington. Yeah, I know he had that gruesome injury, yeah. you know, a couple of years back. But I did read he is going to attempt to, to have a comeback. So, uh, possibly Alex Smith, you know, under center again for the Washington Redskins for a little bit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I heard. I heard he 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 wanted back in. 
And, and just just a just just a, a recap. Washington has sixty one point nine uh, cap space, sixty one point nine million in cap space. Eagles have forty five point uh, five. Forty-five point five million in cap space, also. So, you know, in free agency, they they should be able to address some some you know, I think uh, some of the other positions of need that they have. Yeah. Um. But I mean, that's it's it's interesting, right? Because you look at Chase Young. Something it's like you know what he calls himself. He, he looks like the predator. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the way he moves around. I, I I the only thing that that I think we had that one meeting uh, that we were talking about it. It's like you know if you go back to Mario Williams, he got drafted first overall, and then you go back to uh, Jadavian Clowney, he got drafted uh, first overall. Then you go back to uh, Miles Garrett, you know he got drafted, I uh, believe, first overall. Right. Uh, I think the only two exceptions have been the Bosa brothers, but the Bosa brothers are, are built a little bit differently. Uh, I think I do see Chase Young in the same kind of body. Uh, maybe not so much Mario Williams, but a Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett. Uh, the only thing that would that that if you if you look at the trend with those two players is they they took a while. It took them like two years to truly be uh you know the players they are now even Jadavian Clowney now I mean he doesn't he's not really a big sack guy he does bring pressure and he gets a lot of you know tackles behind the line of scrimmage which is good you know I that's another I you know I can't wait to get to him I mean um you know what kind of what kind of what kind of money is he gonna get I mean does he deserve is 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 he a true track uh sack artist you know uh, but like I was just trying to say is, are we going to see the same kind of trend with Chase Young? Is he is he going to be more like the Bosa's who average eight, you know, eight, eight, ten sacks? Uh, uh, I think uh, uh, eight to ten sacks, you know, a year for you, which is what you would like to see in your defensive end the first year out of college. Do you do you guys see that? Uh, yes. Yes, I think Chase Young. He, he's a once in a lifetime time. I, I think he can he can get double digit sacks first year. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. the The reason why he'll be able to do it is because the Redskins invested three first round picks. Well, actually four, right? Because Kerrigan was a first round pick, but uh, they got Montez Sweat last year. They got Dur- uh, Bain but- and Jonathan Allen from Alabama. Yeah, I was gonna. Th- those are the two names I was gonna say. We we forget about those guys, you know, from Alabama. You know, they got they got defensive tackles back to back years. Also got Rupa, so, Rupa Foster at linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, they did. And that 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 sleeper, what's his name? Out of was the other Temple Iadonis or what's his name? Oh, Matt. But anyways, Adonis. yeah, there you go. So, uh, when you stop and you look at it, that defensive line can really help him be able to shed but it's just just one of those things where it just it, that's the only thing that 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 scares me with Chase Young uh if you know you, I'm in the GMC I am I'm calling I'm I'm trying to sell Chase Young and I'm trying to see who's giving me the farm for him you know what I mean 
Um, especially the way this draft is. I mean, and then you don't we don't know if they're gonna trade uh Trent Williams either. So you know, there's well, he so wants many. Out. He definitely wants yeah, out. So. He, yeah, he he wants out and he wants to get paid. You know, he's thirty, well, thirty-one, I think, right? Yeah. So uh, I I know there's a lot of teams out there that still would 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 take him, and they would pay him. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, you 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 could you could really set yourself up. I'm talking about the Washington Redskins. You could set yourself up so much if you were just to, to just to take on those, you know. Field those calls, see what you can get. You know, I know that that one year the the, the Saints draft uh, drafted Marcus Davenport. They gave up two. They gave up that that same year first round pick, and they gave up the the following first round pick. You know what 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 kind of draft picks do you think Chase Chase Young can give you? You know what I mean? Since he's a generational player, you know. I, I think the Redskins are the the most interesting team on the you know the top five picks in the draft, just because. I mean. They just drafted a quarterback last year, but there's been a lot of conflicting reports that they were not happy with Dwayne Haskins. You know, Ron Rivera is the new head coach. So it's just I feel like they they can either go one way or or another, and it's going to help them out either way. I think I think ultimately. I, I would I want to I would like to give Haskins one more year because the thing with Ron Rivera is that he builds a culture of excellence. He he's not a he's not a player's coach, but all his players want to pay play for him. You know what I mean? They 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 really enjoy playing for him because he builds this culture of excellence for them. You know, so it, it'd be interesting, right? Because if you look at you know some of the most successful teams out there especially the New England Patriots, they have a culture there that's, you know, by far one of the best, right? And uh, the same thing with the 49ers. They, they you know, they, they built a culture there of winning, of we're going to run it down their throats, you know? So I think that, I think that Ron Rivera, I don't, I'm not saying he has that intensity, but I think that he's going to build, a, he's going to bring his culture of excellence I think that his def- his defensive coordinator is a, one of the most unique defensive coordinators uh, that we've seen in a long time. I mean, he's been in the league for a long time. He, you know, but I'm just saying his his def- his defense his defense scheme is just so unique, so diverse. Uh, I know that you know he he would tell he would probably convince the Patriots, hey, Tra- Trace Young for you know bring me Chase Young. And I will make you. I will get him twelve sacks a, a game. You know, I know that he had um, the next Khalil uh, Mack. Yeah, he had Khalil Mack, <laughs> and man, Khalil Mack was a was an animal. And then he had Von Miller. Miller before that. Yep. Yeah, and Von Miller was a was a was a monster. Uh, and and it was a hybrid four three defense. You know, so it was very unique. It was a very unique defense. So I think that, like you said, Washington they they are an interesting team to watch. But man, I mean, they could do so much damage and collect so much draft capital, especially with the up and coming year. Like, give, go ahead and give, go ahead and give uh, Haskins a try. If not, Alex Smith is ready to go. Hey, turn it back over to Alex Smith, and with your hey. draft capital that you're able to get, let's get, let's see what you could do next year with the quarterbacks that are coming out. Yeah, and and I and I hope you know Darius guy stays healthy. 
I'm a real, I'm a big fan of his, and and I, you know, I feel like he can be productive as long as he stays healthy. Hey, yes, I agree. He he was a stud at LSU, and I mean, the times he has shown some unique, you know, some unique flashes that look almost like a superstar. It's just yes. unfortunate. It's very, it's been unfortunate for him. Yes, it has. But from what I go ahead, can... yeah. So yeah, I was going, I was going to add to that. Yes, it has been very unfortunate for um, Darius Guys his first couple of seasons in the in the um, NFL. Well, you know what I hear? I hear it's it's the field. Hmm. And yeah, it's the field. It's the field that that is causing it. That that I mean, if you go back and you do your research. It's what is it? The FedEx field. FedEx field, yeah. Well, his first—I mean, that first injury came in the preseason against the Patriots a couple of years back. He um he messed up his ACL net in a preseason game up up there. Yep. In, it was in New England, so and then he's just had- no. But but I'm saying like if you look back at the last reports that they're they're saying that I I think the last one it was at at the FedEx field though. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I know that Rich McKay, which I believe he was the general manager there with Washington, I, I know that he was trying to get a deal done to get a new stadium built for the Redskins. I think the name the name the Redskins is the holdup, right? So uh, that without you know that was a couple of years ago. The the name, the Redskins, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a uh, very offensive. But I mean, for right now, I mean that 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 sums up our NFC East coverage. I mean, yeah. So next, just on our next episode, uh, we'll be covering the NFC South. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, before we wrap the show up, uh, any final thoughts? Anything that you guys want to talk about? Anything you guys want to get off your chest? Um, I want to add on the Dak contract. You know that um, it was rumored that they offered him another contract sometime this week. So, but you know we haven't they haven't heard back from the Dak um camp yet. But they it was rumored that Dak declined it. But then I've heard multiple conflicting reports on that. So I'm very um intrigued to see what goes on there. Yeah, I mean it's just this situation reminds me of the Kirk Cousins situation so much. It's just it's it's a lot going on there, and just it's very yeah watch. Yeah, I, no, I, I I have the same thoughts. I, yeah, I I think it's one of the most frustrating things to see. You know, it uh, it's almost like last year with Demarcus Lawrence. Um, but you know, overall, overall, I think there's so many storylines that 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 we could cover. But I mean, let's just let's let's go ahead and just organize it as we go. Um, I think the the one thing the 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 there's a couple of teams out there that I'm interested in to see what goes what happens i think that uh i know we're covering nfc but um i really do believe that philip rivers is not going to sign with the colts so i don't see that happening i I don't see it happening i i i believe strongly that the colts are just gonna they're gonna go ahead and just draft jordan love and Mm -hmm. i think philip I think Philip Rivers is going to end up becoming a an a, a sports announcer. Um, I I I believe also. Uh, 
just because of the way everything kind of happened. I think uh, the um, one of the, one of the last reports we saw, NBC refused to uh, trade yeah, Al Mike. Trade. Yep. So uh, I, I I do I do think that you know Philip Rivers. I don't I don't know. I mean, if he if he comes back, I mean, it would have to be under a unique situation. It would have to be in a dome. I know his name has been tied to the Colts, but I don't know. I mean, I think. Well, I kind of see. Well, I kind of see the Colts rebuilding. Yeah. Well, no, I, I definitely, I, I understand why you would feel that way. But let, let's just put this in, kind of into perspective. Also, if I'm Philip Rivers and I don't get a deal that I want, I just sit out. Someone's bound to get hurt. Yeah. During training camp, I'm sorry to say. So, I mean, at that point, you kind of have that leverage. Yeah. So I, I and I know he's older, but let's just say. Uh, you know, quarterback on a contending team gets hurt. Like, let's just say like a Ben Ro- uh, Roethlisberger mm-hmm. again. We saw how the, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers struggled last year mm-hmm. with their second-string quarterback, the third-string quarterback. So, to me, it just makes a lot more sense if he cannot get a deal that he wants or a team he wants to go to to um, for him to get an offer from them, just wait till training camp. Right. Yeah, you have you have like ten kids, anyways. Just you know, start bonding with them. <laughs> so. Real quick, there, real quick, real quick, there, Fidel. Um, the Tennessee Titans keep an eye on the Titans this weekend. They've been making some moves the past couple of days. They just um released Deion Lewis and they released Cameron Wade. Both of those players have been there mm-hmm. with them for a couple of years, a couple of years or whatnot. And it seems to me like they're trying to clear up some space so they can go ahead and get Tennessee and um Derrick Henry resigned. Um, the other, based off the reports that I've seen, it kind of seems like the Titans are leaning towards going back towards Tannehill and signing him to like a three to five year contract. And I think they're out of the Brady sweepstakes. So I'm, if I'm connecting the dots and reading between the lines, maybe they know something that we don't know about that. Maybe they, they probably know Brady's probably not going to go there or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. so it's going to be very interesting to watch this weekend. I think some news can come out of Tennessee. Cause I think. If they go ahead and, and bring Tannehill back, that's, that that might let that might set off a lot and let the league know like where Brady probably gonna head because those was really his options was Tennessee, Tampa, and New England. So that, that's just gonna take another name out of the box. So Tennessee, they've been making some moves the past couple of days. I just want to get that in there. Yeah, no, most definitely. That's definitely something to keep an eye on too. Um, but ultimately, I think he's just gonna go back to New England. I mean, for him to go somewhere brand new. Learn a new system. You know, he's been in the same system for who knows how long. I mean, his system's a Tom Brady offense. I don't even think there's a name for it. Or at least if there is one, I haven't heard one. So, I mean, to me, it just makes too much sense. I mean, he's got a year left in him, maybe two at the most. So, why not stay where you're familiar with the situation and everything? So, it just it just makes a lot of sense for him to stay. Right. Just a uh, just a real quick update. Uh, I do have a a post free HC mock draft. Uh, hoping to uh, release that pretty soon okay. in the next couple of days. So hopefully you guys tune uh stay uh stay stay tuned in into that. Um, definitely keep an eye out. We're available on all social media uh, platforms. I know that uh on the Instagram definitely. Um, Definitely, definitely, definitely you can catch it there. We also have a Twitter page and uh, also we also have a Facebook page. 
Uh, Fidel, you want to remind them? Yeah, no, most definitely. So it's going to be on Instagram. It's East West Sports Pod. And then uh, just, you know, just let you guys know, DMs are open. So if you guys have any questions, anything you guys want us to talk about on the show, just send them, send us a message. You know, we, this podcast is also for us to interact with our, with our listeners. Right. So anything you guys, you know, want to bring up some, maybe something we didn't bring up that you guys want to, you know, uh, have us talk about on the show, just let us know. And then of course we're on, uh, on Facebook and Twitter as well. All right. All right, guys. Well, that's going to go ahead and do it for the show for tonight. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. And you guys stay, stay, stay safe out there. You know, wash your hands properly. And don't cough on other people. If you're sick, just stay home. All right. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. Night. Thank you. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour. Electric acid.